0: Oh, man welcome back to another show of he said she said if it's your first time tuning in it's your boy q walker and beside me i have the beautiful the intelligent the curvaceous the immaculate the wonderful Miss Chrissy Jack. Go and introduce yourself to the people, Miss Chrissy good,
1: Jack. y'all. One time for you, one time, one time for your mom. I'm tired of been at work all day, but I'm still here. I got lashes on, cause it was in my hair today at work. But it's cool.
0: It's, it's cool, your lashes fell off of work.
1: <laughs> no, I didn't even put them on. I don't know how I got my hair, we just hanging out my I
0: was hair. hanging at your hair. Yeah, the
1: girl said, hey, that's a lash in your hair. It was a whole strip. <laughs> I, I appreciate the system. It was my good lashes and I'm mad. Good lashes. But anyway, we got my boy to the right of me, JT. going spit your verse.
2: Hey, what's up, <laughs> JT, Jarvis, whatever y'all want to call me man happy to be back for another show got a good show for you guys uh just want to start off by saying we have miss Kanisha fisher on the show from louisville kentucky uh she is also a wife mother of five a serial entrepreneur in my opinion owner and photographer of once upon a flash uh Kanisha also is the co-producer and host of learn this with miss fish and she was recently featured in uh the Louisville Courier Journal where she discussed her children's videos. And I actually checked them out. Uh I actually checked a couple out, and uh, they were really good. So we're gonna get into the show. Uh, bring on Miss Fisher and bring let her. Fisher. Fisher. Hey. hey,
3: hey guys. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thanks for that phenomenal introduction, there. I appreciate it. That just ran all my stuff down. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> so I'm a correct. Serial entrepreneur. That is so true so true like I don't think that there's anything I'm not willing to at least I mean my my theme song is it can't be that hard it's not even yeah. a song yet but maybe I'll write it we'll see but the truth is I do a little bit of everything but I love everything I get a chance to do wife mother of five teenage boys y'all pray for me okay I'll give you my, mm. give you my cash out for that grocery bill later because a <laughs> mortgage. so you can you can definitely put in on that uh, and then I have a phenomenal husband we've been married almost ten years about to celebrate my milestone 40th birthday next week. Uh, it's, I mean, it's just a good life. So I am the owner-operator at Once Upon a Flash Photography, a boutique uh, maternity, newborn, and children's photography studio here in Louisville, Kentucky. And my newest venture is why not start a kid's show because I don't have anything else to do with my life. So, yeah. Learn This with Miss Fish is my newest venture. A ton of fun. And it took off a little bit more than I was ready for. So, you know. That's all right. We're going to play the back play the back of it, get it together. We're almost ready to launch the rest of the first season. I'm pretty excited about it. But like I said, thank you so much for having me on.
0: Uh, no problem. No, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah. <laughs> um, Before we get started, real quick question. You said you're almost ready to release the first season. So are, do you guys like record the whole season and then release it? Or do you do it like week by week? or How does that work?
3: So the way that this came about, um, I was actually kind of filling in some gaps for some friends who became friends. I was watching their little boy and they are filmmakers. So they came up with this idea after seeing me with their kid for a while. They said, hey, you know, you're really good with him. I think that this would make an amazing television. They actually had talked about doing it for parents. Hey, this is how you get your kids to do this. This is how you get your kids to do that. And after a while, it kind of just kept transforming. And I was like, yeah, y'all do that. Keep me posted, let me know how that works. Uh, And then finally, they pitched this idea of learn this with Miss Fish and we just kind of do this thing where I get to talk to kiddos and do simple stuff. So I am really intentional about anything that I put out when it has to do with people's children Mm. because kids are, um, they're sponges. And so whatever that they are absorbing, that's what we're insulating them with. And I didn't want to put out anything that parents didn't want for their kids. YouTube is awry with all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, that's super fast, super loud, and can sneak by you in a minute. So what we did was we actually released the beta episode, and that is what JT watched. The beta episode was real simple, real easy to do, real easy to film. Uh, And then we asked for feedback from the community. I didn't want to do any more episodes until we knew what was going to be a hit, what was going to work, and what did parents want to see. So the beta episode is on the YouTube page. It's the only full episode out. The other thing we have on the YouTube page is just kind of like a five minute snippet of me talking about the background of it and what we wanna do with it. But the feedback we've gotten since we put it out in December was huge. So we had been planning on doing, we have—we wanna do six episodes a season and we have the other five lined up. It's just you know we in a whole pandemic in these streets, so being able to film that hasn't necessarily happened the way we wanted. But we've got a couple of things in the works now to where we should have the next few filmed within the next month.
0: And, and for everybody who's watching, if you have questions for Miss Fisher, Fisher and ourselves, just please comment. We'll put those up on the screen. Jarvis, you got something you want to ask me, man? You know?
2: Um, yeah. So. One, I just wanna say, uh, you know, the video I watched, your 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 whole delivery and everything is is very, very smooth. And I, I can see where not only children but also parents, you know, it's it's very easy to watch. Mm-hmm. And your voice was really, really calming, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? When you walked into that kitchen and you started talking, I was like, oh, okay, I <laughs> watch this a little more. You know what I'm saying? But nah but nah, just you know, just the kudos to you, uh, you know, with that. But uh, the one thing I wanted to know is what type of uh, what type of diversity are you going to put on the show as far as like content-wise, you know? So it, is it going to be cooking? Is it going to be just straight educational? Um, uh, well, you know, the cooking is a little bit educational because you're teaching, you know, how to cook or whatever, but.
3: I like that question. You ask good questions. Um, first, <laughs> I great. will say it again.
0: I said he's great. He's dope at <laughs> this. He's dope. It works. It
3: works. Well, I'm glad that you did talk about the diversity of it. The reality is um, the goal is to kind of Trojan horse. So this episode said, where do eggs come from? Um, The premise of it is I go in to make a cake that I want to have for dessert, cool. But the, the focus wasn't really on the cooking. The focus was on, the whole show is focused on introducing children to people they can learn from that don't look like what you expect. Uh, It is very well known that most people don't interact with their first black educator in a K through 12 setting until they're closer to middle school or high school. So predominantly nationwide over 78% of kindergarten through seventh grade teachers are white women. And while my children have had phenomenal teachers, I've had phenomenal teachers that qualify for you to qualify as white women. The truth is by the time you get to your first black educator your mind is already crafted into what people should look like that teach. So my thought was, let's get in front of that bus. Let's get in front of it and put an opportunity for us to teach children that other people are people you can learn from. And Miss Fish really is like a a side-by-side teaching experience. I want kids to go along and learn something with me. So I'm gonna be looking to other people to teach. So we actually go to the farm and the farmer is not an older white guy in overalls. It's a younger woman with tattoos on her arm.
4: Mm
3: -hmm. So seeing someone that doesn't necessarily match what we expect is something I wanna expose children to. So everything has a reason. So we go to Farmer Val's farm. She shows us the chickens and the ducks. She explains to us what chickens are. She shows us parts of a chicken. I get to hold a chicken. That was wild. Um, And then Valerie was like, we literally are shooting this script as we go so that we can kind of hear what it sounds like to a three or four-year-old. And she said, make sure that we say, chickens lay about an egg a day. So there's plenty for us to share because there's gonna be one kid who's like, y'all just out here snatching these eggs from these chickens. (laughs) So you have to think like a kid. You have to think like a three-year-old. You have to really kind of get on that level and see what's gonna work. And then I go back to the kitchen because now we've solved the problem. And now we get to have this experience of waiting. So in the kitchen scene, I put everything together, I put it in the stove and I'm like, "What's gonna take 15 minutes. What can I do for 15 minutes? Showing kids that things don't just happen automatically. Sometimes you have to wait, sometimes you have to entertain yourself. And all of those things are really about the compassionate kindness that we wanna teach mindfulness to young children. Because like you said on YouTube, Everything is, it's like being a you know photographer term, it's like being in a fisheye lens. and A fisheye lens opens you up so that the peripheral can be seen. It's all of it. But you can't focus on one thing when it's that big. And that's what kids' TV is right now. It's flash, bam, colors, this, that, you know, noise. And then we expect kids to be able to sit still in school. Well, that's not what we're teaching them. But if you go back to when I was younger, you've got the LeVar Burton's and the Fred Rogers and the Sesame Streets where things were processed. Sesame Street was an hour, y'all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have the
4: kid to sit still for an hour right
1: know. now. <laughs> I was on Sesame Street.
4: You was?
3: Yeah,
4: that I'm not
3: cool. on clips. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going need to see that. Sesame
1: Street. <laughs> I was, I was, I was cute, too. But no, yeah, I mean, that's he, real. He he could, kid
3: kids system. are
2: definitely learning different nowadays.
1: Fact. So So, my like my niece, she just turned five today and she's on YouTube, I'm talking about but she's watching all these shows. And I'm like, what are you watching? Like, then she starts acting out some of the stuff that they're doing. Correct. And she thinks it's okay. I mean, they're yelling at their parents and I'm like, wait a minute. You know, we really have to watch what she's watching because she's clicking on all these videos. And it's quick. It's quick. It's, yeah. You click one, you can click the next one. Yes. You can give
3: her something and that's what you told her to watch.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Scroll and click while that video's up. Yeah, on.
1: it comes up. As you're watching, it clicks on something else, so.
3: And what you said doesn't stop what you said she's five she's mimicking these videos she's seeing i have 15 year old boys to where they watch a couple tiktoks enough and that mm-hmm. becomes their language so mm-hmm. that's what they're gonna do forever so why not start very young and getting them the opportunity to sit and like you said it's a 10 minute long video but one thing that like one of my friends lj he always says i have an npr voice Thank you for listening to NPR. So yeah, I do try. <laughs> I do try to mellow it out. I do try to slow it down and mm-hmm. give kids the words so that they can digest it and wait a couple of seconds and let them see how they feel about it. But there's a couple of things we want to introduce that do get a little bit more. Um, I don't even want to use the word controversial, but you know, we want to talk about why does someone get sad. We want to talk about why is our skin different we want to we definitely want to hit the corner and go what does it mean to say no because when you can break that down for a two or a three year old you're giving them enough power to learn about things on an emotional level that really ground them and make it easier for them to to function in the world so that's the goal
1: i have a question go for it speaking on like diversity and they're younger so i noticed i mean they uh so my niece was watching a barbie show right mm-hmm. and my daughter actually brought it to my attention so they have the little barbies and they're in. there doing it and they go swimming and so they have the black barbies and the white Barbies. well the white barbies they get in the water and their hair's all long they get out and do this right so then the black bar she's like oh my god it's beautiful the black barbie gets in there and her hair goes she was like oh my god it's a mess like it goes in an afro so then, mm-hmm. let's teach money. She said, "I don't want my hair mess like her." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You people, most people don't even realize what they're saying or what their kids are watching. So when you see the white doll, it's telling them that the long is long. You know, hair is long and beautiful, and the afro is not. It's messy. Yeah. So it's, are those some things that you plan on including as far as being able to teach them mm-hmm. to love? You know, their natural hair, or you know, like you said, the skin color, or just the difference you you are correct you're hitting the nail on the head the point is like
3: one thing that i plan on doing with each episode is wearing my hair in a different way because subconsciously there are a lot of kids who meet me like i'll take their daycare pictures and then i'll come back and i'll have my hair in a different way and they'll be like oh this time is kenisha because the people who they're around on a regular basis their hair doesn't change as often as mine or Mm -hmm. different ways that mine can so it really throws them off i've had a child mid photo shoot i am posing her newborn sister in her lap and she keeps looking at me and looking up at my face and looking my hands posing the baby she goes why are you so dark
4: Mm -hmm.
3: you could, no joke you could hear her mom's butthole just like go up (laughs) she was like like she got a whole inch and a half taller because she, her immediate reaction was, Oh, don't say, don't, don't, don't correct her. She didn't say anything wrong. Mm-hmm. She asked an honest question. The truth yes. is what that, why you were uncomfortable was that means your baby ain't been around black people, but mm-hmm. that's something that you now have to take on yourself. Yeah, so it's a a, yeah. it it's is. A- so we had a great conversation right there. I was like, well, it's dark because I have something in my skin called melanin and I have more of it than you.
4: Yeah, and she looked
3: at me and she was like, "Do you wash? Can you wash it off?"
4: Mm.
3: So you're you're seeing these wheels turn yeah. in this baby's head. I said, "No, it, I look like this all the time. I look like this when I was a baby, and I look like this when I'm a big kid." I said, "Just like you look like you did when you were a baby." And she goes, "Does it hurt?" Mm. Because in her mind, the last time somebody got super brown, they got a sunburn. Mm. Yeah. And so she was like, she's trying to piece it together. I said, no, it's not like a burn. My skin stays this way. And so I said, here, I'll show you another picture of me. This was a little while ago. My skin is always like this, just like my hair is darker and my eyes are brown. I said, we look different. I said, but how many fingers do you have? 10? I said, so do I. I said, and I've got all these teeth that I eat my breakfast with, and I've got two ears and a nose, just like you. And she's like, you see it going, the only difference is you happen to be a little bit more brown than me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So being able to take that moment without her being shamed and Mm -hmm. shamed by her parents gave her an opportunity to see that it was okay to ask the question that she didn't know.
4: Yeah.
1: So that helps. Yeah. See, and I think that, that comes in a lot of, like parents, if they're not having these discussions, it does become embarrassing because then they don't want people to think, oh my God, I don't think I'm racist because my yeah, child asked exactly. something like yeah,
4: this. That's true, that's you true.
1: know, I mean, I've been in a situation, I was in a, I was in Fiji and the kids, I guess they're from New Zealand or whatever, right? They yep. go to Fiji like it's Disney World, mm-hmm. right? They don't go, for, we're on the bus, like or the kids pointing. And so the lady said they've never seen a black person in real, like a day in their life in real life. And they were so confused. They were like, "Look at them!" I mean, literally pointing, and their parents were just like this. And I mean, it made me feel awkward because I'm looking around. And so a lady told us she was like, "Please don't be offended." She's like, "You know, these children have come from a place where they have never seen a black person. A black person in real in real life. I mean, think yeah. about that. That's so crazy." I mean, mean? that happened before. to me in Fairdale. So. This 2014. 2014. Yeah, 2014. It is,
0: it yeah,
2: and that's kind of good that you giving that you giving people that outlet, right? Because mm-hmm. just like you said, you got parents who are you know what I'm saying they they uncomfortable with it. So if they're uncomfortable yeah. with it, how they gonna teach their children exactly. in a proper way? You know, and and the way you handled that whole situation, not everyone in your shoe would have handled that. You know, that situation yeah. the same. So everyone in that situation had to be mature enough to realize like, okay, we right. are the, uh, the, the, the mature adults that need to teach this child. Who who you know does not have the knowledge of this, but your show is going to provide that outlet even for yeah. parents who who feel like maybe I I can't talk about this. Mm-hmm. Let me let Miss Fish talk about this and show right. them that way. So right. yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah,
1: and like you said, not just even for our people, like you said, yeah. just for even
2: everybody,
1: everybody. for right. them to say, hey, you know what? I don't know how to explain it. Sit down and watch this, yeah. Miss and Watch Miss Fish. she'll Ms. explain Fish to teach
4: this. Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Fish should teach. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and <laughs> the goal really is to not like hyper focus on whatever diversion, diversity and inclusion. It's to literally play it alongside whatever we're learning so that yep. it becomes seamless. Like the next episode that we're working on right now is um, the, basically it's about how to read a story. So Miss Fish ends up going to the library where we meet um, this phenomenal librarian who like introduces us to the fact that books have all this knowledge and there's different types of books and different levels of books and that the library is a great place for people to be able to go to see these books, to use the computers, um, to get help. So while we're there, so it's, it's just right alongside of us, while we're there, we're introduced to a woman named Kyle. And Kyle's gonna come out and she's gonna introduce herself in a weird way. She's gonna say, hi, my name is Kyle and I have on glasses and my dress is green. And I have two rings on my hand because what she's doing is Kyle is providing a visual for children who are visual, visually impaired
4: and what she's
3: going to do is she's going to introduce us to the fact that while some people can read books with their eyes other people use their hands or they use a larger print book let me introduce you to braille because she works at the printing house for the blind so when she saw the way we were teaching she reached out but it's not going to be hey there's blind people let's learn about them it's going to be this is what i'm doing and sometimes other people have to do things differently that's awesome just skim the surface and allow kids to realize a we are not born to be selfless. We are born to be selfish. Like yeah. newborns are nothing but parasites. If you think about it, they're cute. <laughs> don't get me wrong;
4: they pay my bills.
3: But they do not care about anybody else. They don't care if you sleep. They don't care if you eat. Even while they're in your body, as a you know, as a pregnant person, the truth is, they'll take your calcium, and your teeth will fall out. They'll take your everything. So the truth is, we're not born selfless. But teaching children how to just stop and think that there, it may be different for someone else is going to change their lives.
4: For
3: Man. sure. Yeah. So yeah that's, and, that's all
2: that of- content, and all that content, just like Chrissy said is, I mean, it's the subconscious. So even, mm-hmm. even like watching something on you, something else on YouTube, or, you know, like you was talking about the TikTok, like, you know, people are putting a message in it, mm-hmm. like it's subconscious, you know what I'm saying? And it doesn't necessarily, you don't have to put out there, you know, that this is this in order for it to start processing and playing in a kid's head, you right. know, eventually, you know, it starts piecing itself together up there. So, you know, it's good that you're not solely focused on this, this, and this, yeah. but you've slotted it in there along with what you're doing and subconsciously the kids are going to pick it up and it'll, it'll, it'll change their mentality for the better. So...
0: It's almost like they're learning without realizing they're learning.
1: Exactly. Yeah, sure. That's the best
0: that, way. That's, that's the how she's that's doing it, is she's made it to where it's engaging and they're watching. And like you said, subconsciously, they're learning right. without even realizing that they're learning. So learn with Miss Fish.
1: Listen, when when it, I'm going to put my niece on to it. I'm telling you, I got three kids, but when they're not kids, now we're 26, 23, and 20. My niece just mm-hmm. turned five. She told me the other day she was white. And I was like, no, you're not. She's like, I am white, you black. Cause she's, I mean, her dad's mixed. And I didn't even know how to explain to her. Hmm? And she says, So I'm black. I <laughs> she, and I mean, I literally was like, I mean, I'm,
3: I'm like, black. Whenever you're explaining something to a child, you have to be very, very careful because yeah. you get as many sentences as they are old. So she's five. Mm-hmm. That okay. means in five sentences, you have to explain everything you want her to understand. That's right. all you get. After that is filler. They can't they can't process it. So if you're talking to a two year old and you want them to not touch the stove, you don't say, "Hey, I want you to know that when I use the stove, the stove gets really warm. And the problem with you coming over and trying to touch stuff is that you're going <laughs> to burn it. A two year old's going to be like, "I'm touching it, like they're gonna, <laughs> right." Gonna burn it. But if you go, "Hey, don't touch that. It's hot. It will hurt you." A two year old's going to hear your voice change. Mm-hmm. They're going to see your your adamancy. And they're gonna go, I need to at least hear this out. That's all you get. And that's why the first five years of a kid's life is nothing, But it's like a Labrador. No, stop, don't, get out, quit, stop, no. Like, you're just repeating single phrases. But with that five-year-old, you now have this weird paragraph. But after that, it's over. So you now have to tell her, I know that I am browner than you are, but you are definitely black. And you're black because your parents come from people who were black. That's that's the basis of the
1: sentence. I like that. Say I have birthday. I'ma tell every that. I'm gonna tell you, hey girl, it's your birthday.
3: You black, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it has to be that simple. And then then what we do that we don't do often is you have to stop and let her process that and hear mm. how she took it because mm-hmm. she's gonna go, no, I'm not. I'm white, and you're gonna go. Why do you think that? And if she shows you her skin or she's eventually you'll get down to the layer that tells you where she got that idea from. Mm -hmm. And that's where you've got to take that. And so many people want to isolate their children from problems. The best thing you can do is insulate your children from the problems, allow them to be in the problem, but give them the padding of who they are in the core so that when the problems hit them, they've got something to bounce off of isolating mm. them, when they finally get out into the world, the world will tear them up. You've got to put something in the center of them.
1: I feel like I need to start all over again. Man, I feel
3: like she's
0: dropping jewels in this
3: listen,
1: joint. I'm gonna this. Listen, I'm going to have Listen, I'm trying for baby just so you can take them. I need to go Before you decide You're that, you might want to meet my kids, because they wild. Uh, I'm not going to lie, it's five of
3: them. Like it's It's, it's a circus over there. So <laughs> before you say disclaimer, i have visible proof walking around in the world right now that might not be your best bet
1: but listen i need to do over i need to do over i do too
3: (laughs) but you know the thing i tell people all the time my dad used to tell me um it really is about learning how to be wise instead of smart he Mm. said he said there's plenty of dumb people they go around and they make dumb choices over and over again they don't think about what they say they don't think about what they do then there's smart people Smart people gonna get knocked around a little bit, but at some point they're gonna figure it out, they're gonna straighten up, they're gonna get it together. Wise people are the people who had enough people that made mistakes to show them what that looks like and to insulate them so that they can be wise and avoid things. People think, oh, you gotta go through something to be a grown up. you gotta go. You ain't gotta go through nothing. You could literally just live in a way that is good
1: for you and good for the world around you. Don't y'all steal it. I'm going to put that on the shirt. <laughs> I,
0: I'm, I'm stealing a whole bunch of stuff she does say
1: it the face. Like you said about kids, I read something not too long ago where they were speaking on, you know, we don't allow our children to be humans, you know, because we tell them, you don't, you can't have an attitude. You can't feel this way. And it's like, listen, they have feelings, too. They hurt, too. They have these issues. You know, but us growing up, I just know in a black household is, you don't got no nerves, put your nerves in the back, but somebody getting on your nerves and yeah. stop crying and like but I'm emotional, I'm hurting. Like you have to allow me to be able to express that, which then goes into adulthood, like they said. You know, what was it that we were talking about recently? Like the women, you know, the guys telling the young girls, men ain't nothing but dogs, mm-hmm. don't do this, and then expect them to right. not think that men are dogs when they grow up. Right. And the same thing with you know, moms telling guys, you know, the same thing. Women ain't this and women ain't that. And or stop being, stop crying. But say, why aren't yeah. you emotional? Yeah. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. like. men
0: telling their sons, you know, not to show emotion, stop crying, yeah. Men don't cry. This, then the third. So when they get older, and they get, they meet a woman, they don't know how to That's show emotion now yeah. because they was taught all their life, men don't show emotion. So he's done ruined Holly's relationships, and then I'm talking about myself, but y'all want yeah,
4: well,
1: you
0: want? Yeah. Now we just start talking yard. about myself. You are so, are so right. Now I'm right, you know, you
1: Don't now. talk about
3: Daddy cute. <laughs> Quentin, I mean I I judge the if you wanna work through some of that brother, we
2: can be talking through. Uh, it inspired you guys to, uh, to to start the show. Yeah.
0: You, you listen to the beginning
4: of
3: the show. You? <laughs> 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 She's I mean, do you have the scissors in your pocket, sis? You just be you know? <laughs>
0: it's it's all right, bro. It's all right. You gotta you gotta <laughs> learn with Miss Fish.
2: No, I mean I mean, I
3: mean like I look, you gotta count how many sentences he didn't hurt. I don't know how old he is. Oh, yeah. maybe we hey, not I didn't heard more
2: I didn't heard more than 38. <laughs> I didn't heard more than 38.
1: We <laughs> had more than 38 sentences. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's what happened. I got you. Look, the people right. She was working with, it. she was working with their kids yeah, and they seen right. it and they liked that's it right. and said, hey, <laughs> we should do a show. They pre- <laughs> she was like, okay, do your thing. And then it just kind of snowballed. Man, and I here got, we are. All... Look, man, I got Did confused I get that? once we got out there. You got
4: you it, emailed you
0: emailed my, <laughs> my, my therapy session <laughs> got you all on <laughs> <up.
4: all
1: laughs> <up. laughs> <laughs> my You got it all the way
3: right, I feel you. But you know what, to go along with y'all are saying, especially, you know, quitting you dropping it down, how, you know, we tell men that they can't be emotional. I I put every single year around prom time, I put the same thing on my Facebook page. The day, the hour that one of my sons pops up to take one of these girls to the prom and her daddy, her uncle, her brother, whoever, shows up and brings a firearm outside to meet my child, honey, she ain't going to nobody's prom because what's gonna happen is, is you're gonna have a terroristic threatening warrant you <laughs> have you're going to have an assault on a minor warrant mm. you're going to have you're going to have whatever charge i can find because here's the problem mm. you're you're telling me you just met my child and you have already told your daughter and my son that he's the problem and somehow you need to keep your child mm. safe mm. what you didn't do was you didn't insulate your daughter enough to where she would pick the type of dude to take her to the prom you wouldn't have the girl mm. so that's on you do mm. not ever demean my child to make him think that somehow just by having a penis, he's a problem. Ooh. The problem is you haven't done the work to where you feel safe sending your daughter out, or you've done the work, but you know you trash. And so you do a hoping, show for your
4: too. I
0: was gonna say, do right. you adult <laughs> <a dope> shows?
3: <laughs> hey, but you
2: but you but you know the you know the bad boys too didn't help that out at all. Yeah, that's that was, what That, that was awesome. offensive.
3: Like yeah, if I if I see Will Smith in the street, I'd be like, hey bro, get y'all in a creator. It was trash what you did in bad boys. Like I'm gonna say it. <laughs> because we can't, we can't keep convincing men that communication is weak. We can't keep telling them that showing their emotions makes yeah. them simp. The way they're going after Russell Wilson right now for just loving his wife, all right? goes, that's Yeah,
4: that's true. Catch on fire
3: asleep sleep, like real talk. Why would you ever talk bad about a man who celebrates his wife, right, Ugh, girl? <laughs> Go ahead. So. But you know what? That is something, and this goes around to the circle. I say this a lot. I am 100% a product of what I call stable privilege. So, you know, back when like white privilege really became a saying a couple of years ago and white people lost it. They was like, I, I grew up poor. My parents were working poor. Yeah. This <laughs> got just got tight right here. Right. And I was like, why do y'all take that so personal? Like, calm down. It's, it's just, a it's, it's a term. It applies whether he was poor or not. And it took that for me to realize I have stable privilege. I came from a household where I had two parents who grew up in dysfunction, who made a, a concentrated effort to not bring dysfunction to their children's lives. Mm. So I have a great relationship with my father. I was told early and often that I was allowed to have a voice, an opinion. Mm. I was still going to fall in line, but it wasn't going to be. We tell people stay in it. We tell children stay in a child's place, but then we mm. make them act like adults.
4: Mm-hmm. So,
3: early and often, I was shown a relationship conflict and how that worked out in public. Like, my my parents never yelled at one another, Hmm. but they would allow us to see their conflict. And we were allowed to fail at things. Like, we were given the opportunity, try it out, see what happens. What's the worst that could happen? Right. And whatever the worst is, we got your back. To have that, I don't have another person in my immediate circle who grew up with that, not one person. The reality of that is, that makes my life completely different. And it's not until you talk to someone and you say something like, I mean, why don't you just try it? What's the worst that could happen? And they look at you like literally everything could go bad. And you you realize that you can't project that onto somebody else because they've never heard that. They've Mm -hmm. never heard that there's a soft place to land when you make a mistake. It doesn't define who you are. So for me, like, being able to teach that to my children, being able to teach that to other people, being able to just have the confidence to say, you're, you are who you are, the sum of all things that you are, you're complete within itself. I tell people all the time, like, you have it in you already. And if it hasn't been developed, I really hate that for you. But well, we can start now.
1: Kanisha, I'm trying to come lay on your couch. Girl. Yeah, I mean, yes. like, I'm over like, I know it's about the kids, but I'm over it like.
0: No, she, she brought a good point. Um, Iman Shumper, who's a basketball player, he brought up the point of we have to stop telling kids, stop, put that down when they pick up something because what they're picking up, it could lead to them doing something in life. And he brought up the example of you see your kid and they pick up a camera, don't tell them stop, put that down, let them play with it, figure it out. They might want to be a photographer when they grow up. Like You have to allow these kids to like you said, fail and make mistakes and figure yeah. out what they like and what they don't like. But every time a kid does something, you can't say, Stop, don't do that, put that back.
1: Or explain. You're going to let, yeah, I know you're going to look and pick up your camera, though. No,
0: nah, your camera's yeah. like $2,000. <laughs> your going to be like, Hey, so, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> she,
1: you know, she got cameras. I mean, well, at least be able to that. explain it to them. Stop, don't just say, say stop, stop,
0: put
2: right. it down. Explain yeah. to them. Explain to them how it works. I try to get my kids to pick up the camera and just play with, you know, just to see. Because I'm like, but- man, there's so much opportunity <laughs> no. in TV. Y- y'all leave them alone. <laughs> y'all leave them alone.
3: But you know what? First of all, you got two problems in that scenario. Number one, if your knee jerk reaction is to tell a kid, Stop, put that down, it's because you haven't established what the relationship is with that child to be able to know what that child can handle number two why was your camera somewhere they could pick it up hmm. mm-hmm. like that's it's on you like when parents come into my studio i immediately tell them hey if it's hands off it's put up because they'd be like oh don't touch that i'd be like if i have it out that's my responsibility so we can't keep blaming kids for stuff we don't want to take care of i i have a really good i call him my parent mentor uh, he's told me one time, he says, every child has a currency. When you're disciplining your child, you know to use their currency. Mm. If you claim you don't know what your child's currency is, the truth is you don't want to use it because it's going to cost you more than them. Mm.
4: another jewel. I'm the yeah, jewel. Listen, he knocked
3: <laughs> me off my socks with that one. Because it <laughs> is, I mean, it was a little bit of a call out, I ain't gonna lie because at the time my son was acting a straight donkey and I thought about it and his his currency is social like to not be able to go with his friends to not be able to hang out to not be able to be on his phone but if I took that away from him guess who was going to have to be the person to feel that
4: mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Yeah. so like did I want to stop what I was doing mm-hmm. to address the fact that he would need more of me if I took away the currency I knew I was supposed to yeah, we can't keep holding kids accountable for stuff we supposed to do.
2: Man, I want to kind of kind of circle back around to the whole uh, Russell Wilson thing. Like it's crazy to me that people are blasting him, but you know, ain't nobody making a huge deal on Future not being a responsible, you know, father and 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 the things he's done. You know what I'm saying? He's not. But they said they won't, But
1: what they said is they want somebody that looks like Future that acts like Russell.
2: Yeah, but that's, that's man, thing. that's so, well. Good luck. I
0: was gonna say
2: but good I'm, night I'm and good luck to you. I like, mean, I mean, I mean, and I'm not even sitting here saying that. I mean, you know, what I'm saying like I, I like I don't think no, like no one's physical appearance defines who they are, right? You know what I mean? Let me let me just first say that, but but in the context of of how they are saying it, right? Like they saying it basically like regardless if they say they want someone who look like future, uh, or Look like future, but act like Russell. Is that what it is? That's what yeah. they're saying online. Yeah. yeah. I mean, regardless of what they saying, when they say stuff like that, nah, they're looking for a future. They looking for a future all the way around. That that's what they want. That's what they but, glorifying. But right? this is
1: the thing. I, I don't know about y'all, but I it's not me hearing the women saying it. It's like me hearing the, guy say it. the when guys say, What's your your prayer? No, gross. Well, no. I think
2: well, I think when guys when guys refer to that, right? So it could be like it could be like good, upstanding men like me and Q Walker right here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we looking at it like, yeah. you know, why, why the, you know, the women chasing these bad boys? You know, that's how we're looking at it. You know, because we're upstanding I'll, men. Right? I'll, I'll you know never, I'll saying?
0: never understand that logic as to why women don't go for the quote unquote clean looking dudes, but they rather chase after future because who women, they know.
1: I wish, ooh, I, wish
0: I had. No, I, I know this may not. Women be Women love about.
1: toxic, toxicity. It's what they said. It's something about it. It's something about it. They said they don't know what it is. <laughs> now you know what toxic women love toxic men. Exactly. Mm, that's what they said. I ain't toxic. Exactly. That's what they said. That's, they, that's... And it don't matter how many degrees you have because that's what they, they was talking about. I don't Seriously. care what. You're like I don't purpose. They was like it's something, just something about it looks. Toxic but the, but like the, a toxic man. I'm like what?
4: But, but what reality the reality is, though. but
2: the reality is, is like two toxic people would never. You know what I'm saying? If if a if a woman is toxic mm-hmm. and I ain't and I ain't that, I'm yeah. not gonna deal with that. I'm right. oh you yeah.
3: And that's when you're gonna be weak and you don't ever wanna do yeah. nah, I'm
2: out. I'm just that doesn't
3: have to stereotype, it doesn't have to be a particular type of person. The truth of the matter is if you if you say th- take the sentence you just said, Chrissy, and take it and put it in any other sentence. I just want a little bit of toxic. Do you want a little bit of toxic? Taco salad from Taco Bell? No. That's right. because <laughs> so guess what? You gonna have a problem. You gonna be calling H. You gonna be calling customer service like y'all taco salad. But but you want a little bit of toxic life partner? I agree. Yeah. Like we don't take toxic from anything else. Let your car make one noise. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: Let 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 anything happen. Let your boss say one thing.
2: Yeah.
3: But we are, we're, we, people actually say, well, I, I just want a little bit of bad boy. The, the, the good dudes are too boring. Girl, what kind of trouble you want? Like, <laughs> yeah, I've never understood ride or die culture. Like, I just wanted to go to Qdoba. I don't necessarily need to die. That's not my, that's not my goal in life. I get excitement from like playing Mario Brothers. I occasionally like to go to the movies. I don't have to ride or die anywhere. It doesn't right. make sense to me. Like, why is that a
2: fulfillment but factor but it's a, it circles back around to everything we've talked about mm-hmm. with with how we subconsciously when we watch when we scroll through Instagram when we scroll through Facebook when we scroll you know YouTube you know what we're seeing as being glorified like subconsciously you know what I'm saying we're looking at it like oh okay this dude acts like this and he gets this girl mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well
3: okay here's how you change that. Uh, JT, just like you're about, just like people are about to do their kids when they put Learn This With Miss Fish on instead of them Barbie shows that make their kids like that, you need to change what's in your newsfeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have that in my newsfeed. Yeah. You act a fool, I mean, it's real quick. It's just yeah. unfollow, unfriend, whatever it is. Stop stop, stop ingesting that. If you're lactose, well, I'm not gonna use this because I know like a whole bunch of people who know they lactose intolerance and still will just be in Dairy Queen, but Like, if you know, if you know that that's triggering, if you know that that causes you to look at yourself and question whether or not you're doing the right thing, let that go real quick. You don't have to hold on to that, nobody's making you. Absolutely feel free to let that go. If your children are ingesting things that they shouldn't, like people will call poison control. You need to call poison control on your own life. And maybe that's finding somebody to hold you accountable to the fact that that's not really what you want. Finding people who emulate the type of, healthy relationships or lifestyle that you want and having mentors we have mentors for everything else people intern they get mentors for work they read parent books but the second we ready to get into a relationship or even sometimes the second we ready to have kids we think we just gotta dress them up send them to school somebody else does the work that's your job
4: Damn.
3: your hey. relationship is your job
4: yeah
1: well somebody made the comment they said i'll see what you gotta do to get a good man you gotta go through future <laughs> got he, they said they, they said to well, get a good man, you got to go through the future. That's what you're gonna have to do. Listen. <laughs> even with all my
3: stable privilege, I still got a whole ex-husband. So apparently, that must be right. I don't know.
0: Man. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't even know how we got here. He <laughs> he got, I we circle he he back got. around. To start, oh, circle back he around. Circle back man.
1: around to Russell. Hey, he, she dropping jewels though.
2: Like, I'm with
0: it. I'm I am too. That's...
1: Yeah. Hey, adult day with Miss Fish. It ain't just
0: for the kids. Yeah, yeah. Today shows for the kids. We're going to do a part two, of adult day with Miss Fish, and you know, I <laughs> got some old juice and help people Look, out like myself. Miss Fish
1: gonna have to be a uh, every six week uh, regular yeah, return. Right.
3: You let me know. That's when Miss Miss Fish will pour a little bit of bourbon though a little hey, bit of hey, juice in go. it we going to holler through we going to get it together okay.
0: miss fish at the dark um let me not
3: with that out there yet i got kids.
4: they they're going to pick
3: it up you know i'm going to have bet scrolls on my on my season
0: hold on bro watch this kid show oh uh, hold on we got a comment real quick let me let me pull this up what's up uh, comment Go ahead, JT. You want to read while I try to figure out who said this yeah. real quick? Uh,
2: so the comment says, you all need to do an event this spring uh, for your teenagers. They don't have role models and will be getting into relationships and not knowing what to be looking for. Y'all have some intelligent people on your platform like Miss Fish. <laughs> to the community, you guys.
1: Um I like that. Yeah, it's, and I'm, you know, Renee. I think Hoop
2: it's what, I don't know. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce Ashaya. it. Yeah, and Asiyah I'm glad Lune. I'm yeah. glad that you made that comment uh yep. because that is something that that we have spoke about being intentional about, you know, really, really uh, you know, connecting with our community with some with some real good, uh useful information for the community, right? You know, right. You know, we wanna be diversified in our content as well, but definitely getting stuff like, you know, having Mitch Fish on to uh drop these jewels. We need we need one of them uh, clue bomb things that we Get drop it. every time she say something. Yep.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will, I will say, just a
3: comment to what the Facebook user's comment was, um the only thing that I would change about that sentence um, hey, you said a name right. Hey, that's real. Cause if somebody, call- like Siri calls me condition. It makes me so bad. I'm so mad. But- <laughs> I, know, I
1: already know what you're going to say, what you're going to change, you going to say it.
3: What am I going to say? I want to hear you say it, please tell me. Right. What are you going to talk about the role models? No, no, not even to the role models. The problem is if you're waiting to give teenagers role models, you waited too long. Like yeah. we still need to help that out. But the truth of the matter is you can teach your two, three, five, eight year olds about, we, we need to stop telling little girls that little boys like them when they pick on them. Start there. Mm-hmm. You need to start teaching little, t- need, somebody said, stop teaching little girls how to not get raped and teach little boys not to be rapists. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're, you're focusing on the wrong thing. Somebody mm-hmm. said, if women dressing provocatively was a problem, how come we don't have more lesbians in jail for attacking women? Yeah.
4: <laughs> okay, yeah,
2: right. <laughs>
3: Wait a minute. So when you think about it, it's, it's never been about the things we make it about. It's just to give men a pass. Why are we making girls go home? Cause they got spaghetti straps on their shirts and it could be distracting. What are you looking at? Well, you got a whole school lesson to look at. Stop mm-hmm. making it about what little girls do. And if we have to get to the point where teenagers need role models mm-hmm. for relationships, we've already missed a window They've already got their preconceived nerves. They've already watched you be in a relationship, whatever type it is. That That starts when you pick up your child and you teach them that you are going to respond to their needs as an infant. And that they should want to be around people who respond to their needs. And you just constantly have that format in your conversation with your children about how they should deserve to be treated. No young woman worth her weight in salt is ever gonna let some dude talk to her crazy when she's never been
1: talked to like that at home. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think I think I've seen a post where someone was talking about um, relationships and expectations. She said, I remember one day that she said, my husband or my fiance at the time yelled and it made, it startled me. And once he seen that, just did it startle me, she said he has never uh-uh. raised his voice or yelled another day in our whole marriage just because he's seen what it did to me. yeah. And you know, she was like, you know, get you somebody that respects you and understands, you know, your needs and your wants. And like, that is not okay. But like you were saying about the whole, um, we say it's as farms as like the, uh, come on y'all. What she said at the beginning? Little girls, mm-hmm. stop telling let little boys, if they pick on you, that they like you, because then women grow up feeling like, well, he loves me. You he know, if he me. does, if he hits me, it's because he loves me, you know? And we tell our kids, I only whip you because I love you. Well, there's that. So what are what are they thinking when they grow up and then they man's putting their hands on them, telling them, right, "If I didn't love you, if I didn't care, I wouldn't do it." Well, and,
3: and to your me. point, let me tell you something. There's so many people who are afraid to not physically discipline their children because that's what that's what they did with their older kid and it somehow worked. You are more than welcome to have a new set of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> you're more than welcome to try something different because let me tell you something you have the same problems out of the kid that you physically disciplined that you that you did whether you physically disciplined them or not and you know i am guilty of that when my children were smaller and it wasn't necessarily the regular in my household but you know i grew up with black parents who had that as their belief system mm-hmm. now that i am older i 100 can see and another thing i've done is i've learned how to apologize to my children yes mm-hmm. yeah yeah you, you apologize to somebody at, at Subway when they get your sandwich wrong. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. How come you can't say that to your children? Like, if you love them, apologize to them. If you yeah. make a mistake, if you say something I apologize to them. Just yeah, try it out, see what happens, see what happens. Just, just, just try it out. But you're right, Like we and here's the thing, and I don't wanna neglect what that Facebook user said about the teenagers with role models. If we get to that point, we absolutely should have role models, but yeah. we have to have couples who are transparent enough to tell the truth, don't be out here talking about how great your relationship is. Y'all never had a bad day. He brings me flowers and she does my laundry. Y'all sometimes we already kill each other. I told my husband. I said our anniversary was last uh, October, and woke up that morning and he said we've been married for nine years. I said we have. I said it feels like nine minutes underwater.
4: <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Because
3: it's like, there's been some days where it feels like, how in the world can two imperfect people love each other perfectly? You can't. There's gonna be a lot of pain. And if we would tell kids that, if we would tell young couples that, we would save them a lot of heartache. Because we walking around here, you know, getting, you know, taking anniversary trips and, and posting woman crush Wednesdays. And yeah, tell these kids the truth that y'all I mean, struggle. Y'all struggle regularly. Because I mean,
2: even, in, even in a sense, like, you know, just you saying that, you know, people, you know, you see what, what like a Russell and Sierra show you, or, you know, what someone show you. But I think one of the greatest, th- I mean, not one of the greatest things that ever happened, but, you know, something that I think kind of opened up, a, like some people's eyes, is, you know, well, from a, from a celebrity standpoint, was the Jay-Z, Beyonce thing. When, when that whole kind of thing went off, now they kept it, you know, pretty... <laughs>
4: They cleaned it up.
2: but it was like whoa hold on like you know and, and it was like hold on that you cheated on yeah you know yeah <laughs> and it
4: and,
2: and it kind of opened people's eyes to like okay what i thought was what i thought was this but then they kind of brought it out in their music in in itself as well and you know for them it may have been a you know therapeutic a, yes, yeah. a therapeutic way to release but you know and i I mean i don't know i don't i you know i don't, I don't know them personally i do uh, sure. but,
1: why they ain't on
0: show? Yeah, why they? Why I was ain't just by the, I was just by they just show? They busy right now. They, I can't get a hold of them, man. They busy right now. Why that's we the still sitting
1: here? Why
0: they ain't on no show, man? We, we got to grind. If they just don't want to give me a handout. They said you got to grind to get your way up, bro. So that's how it that is. That's,
4: that's not what happened.
0: Knowledge. i not <laughs> worry all,
2: But that's all good knowledge, man. Because I, 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 I mean, as a parent myself you know and I think you have to be willing as a parent you can't be stubborn because as a parent myself I have learned just you know that I cannot be you know the same person that my dad was to yes right Mm yes so so I've had to learn and you know the apologizing thing like you said like that that's one thing that I've always kind of told my son and that I've always wanted to do because I resented that from my pops for so long. Like I, and and I never understood why he just never like you know, cause it was time. You know, and I'ma, yeah. And I'm gonna tell like a just like a little brief story. Right. But I remember a time me and my brothers were were downstairs, and you know we was arguing, doing all this, this and that. My dad was like, you know, y'all need to quiet down down there. And my my older brother like you know made a loud noise again. Da 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 da. And my dad came downstairs and he whooped me because he thought it was me. <laughs> and when he got finished whooping me, and while he was whooping me, I'm like, "Daddy, daddy, it wasn't me, it wasn't me." And he just, you know, he had me by the one arm, you know, <laughs> he let me go and was just like, "Oh, whoop my brother," and then walked back upstairs, Said nothing. Said nothing. didn't apologize to hey, nothing. And I'm like, "You sitting
3: here, 38 years old on um, March the fourth, and that's still, that still, still,
2: still messes with you. Traumatized from it." And, I mean, what made, you, like, I mean why,
3: what made you bigger than that? What made you bigger than sorry?
2: Exactly. And that's, and that's one thing like, it, but that was one thing, you know, for me, when I go through experiences, I really try to learn from it. And I just remember all those times as a kid, when I would like witness stuff or be involved with stuff, you know, with my, with my dad, with the parenting and, and stuff like that. If, if it was something that I didn't like. I remember I would just always tell myself, like, you know, when I get older, I'm never doing that to my yep. kids. Yeah. But then, but then when I got, you know, when I had my son, you know, I, I started to kind of see my, you know, see my dad come out of me some. But I would, you know, every time I would do it,
4: right.
2: Sometimes I would catch myself into acting and oh well, hold on, stop. You know, I would like almost, you know, see and hear my dad in in me. And mm-hmm. then sometimes it would take for me to do it. But every time I did it, I, I would I would legit apologize to my son, like, oh. you know, look, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, daddy didn't mean to, you know, you know, daddy said this and, you know, daddy probably shouldn't have said that or daddy probably yep. shouldn't have did that. You know, yep. I, I try to do that because of, because of how I, I guess you could call it, you know, being traumatized from that. And it, and it is some, you it's know.
3: It's 100% trauma. It's yeah, 100% trauma.
2: And after going through some, some therapy and stuff like that, you know,
3: Hey, hold on, full stop, full stop. Take a second and preach that to the mountaintops. Go to therapy, like mm-hmm. real talk, go to, th- and don't go for like four weeks and be like, check. It. Go to therapy. If you don't like the therapist, find another therapist. Go to therapy, even if ain't nothing wrong. Even if you having a good day, go to therapy. Cause let me tell you something, you need to go to therapy. If you, if you can hear me, if your ears work, if the closed captionings are on cause your ears don't
1: work, go to therapy. Like just yeah. do it. It'll that needs to, who you are. That needs to be uh, made to be. I mean, normalize that because people yes. think you only go to therapy when you have problems. No, you, you go, go to, to therapy before you have problems. Yes, and I'm not, gonna not get a it turn. No, it's, it's,
0: it's just that in in the black community, it's frowned upon to it's go to a therapy. It's always been therapist. a stigma. Uh, yeah. Something's wrong with you. You crazy. You like. All right. I'm
2: not even gonna lie to you though. Like I was, I was so like, you know, a lot of I was so hesitant because I was just like, man, like, you know, like I felt. Too, too vulnerable at the time and I was just like man I, I don't know if I want to even let nobody into this or whatever uh, you know but the therapist I saw like you know she made me feel comfortable day one and then it was just like she was bringing stuff up out of me and you know I mean it was times during my session where I'm like you know, I couldn't even help but you know get emotional and I'm crying I'm like man like you know this is a lot and, and then to think like you know I've held on to this for mm-hmm. so long and for her to kind of be like, well, you know, this, this, and this, and then we could trace it back to something. And I'm like, man, I can see how that, you know, that, okay, this comes from a little yeah. bit of that or all of that. Yeah. And I could trace it back. And then once I could understand it, you know, I could process it better and move forward better and 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 kind of operate a little better, you know, and 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 think about everything else moving forward a little better. So
3: I side out my therapist once a month. Like she'll say something, i would be like, girl, <laughs> don't, I don't even, don't, we gonna have to table that, table that, cause I'm not, I'm <laughs> today, gone. And like I said, here I am with stable privilege, still going to therapy, you wanna know why? Because life will still kick you in the face, like regularly. Mm-hmm. Even if everything went well, there's stuff that really traumatize you and we compartmentalize that stuff and we soak it down and we act like it's not a problem, but one day it's gonna surface. It is, it, it, look, throw a body in the Ohio, it's gonna come back somewhere.
2: It gonna float back up at some point in time, eh? On
3: somebody's bank somewhere. So that's what happens. You know, we have people who, you have a baby and you don't know how to let go of the person you were before and you carrying that corpse around with you. You get in a relationship and you don't necessarily know how to let go of how to not communicate. You carrying that corpse around and it's heavy. You are gonna throw it somewhere and it's gonna surface. Go to therapy, talk to somebody, have somebody you can trust to meet you, that is skilled enough to tell you what those issues are. And it's okay. Like, I really want to, because what people will say is, well, just pray about it. Girl, get a shirt that says Christ and co pays
1: because you need both,
3: okay? Yeah. You can believe in Jesus and go see your therapist. Mm-hmm. Both. Yeah. Try it out. It's good for you. Trust me. We
1: we have to, we stop, we have to, as parents, stop saying, do as, don't, what is it? Uh, do as I do. Don't do, do, as as I do, I do what I, do. I do. do as I say. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: yeah. We have to she, stop. She
1: stop doing it. I remember uh, my therapist had said, you know, you my husband coming in, you know, having stepkids, mm-hmm. you know, and he's just the type of person. Like my mom said, do boom, boom, boom. But she said, you know, you were talking about currency. Like you cannot just make withdrawals from these children without first depositing something. Mm-hmm. What are you withdrawing from? Mm-hmm. So you can't just come in and say because I'm the adult and these are that the kids. That- that- do this. Take out the trash. <laughs> what are you depositing into them to withdraw that? Yeah. You know what I mean? And the way she broke it down, it was just like I had to sit back. Even if they're my kids as a mother, like I have to continue to deposit positive things into them, you know, yeah. be that able to get it. I mean, just small things like that just and go
3: away. If there's anything that I can help with, I will say that the things that changed the way that I interact with other people. Yeah, therapy's fine for me, but the way that I interact with other people was a couple of things. So there's this thing, it's called the five love languages. Oh,
4: and
3: that's me. Fire, fire. like. is probably one of the reasons why I do have a marriage that is thriving instead of failing. Uh, Mm -hmm. But it also has five love languages for kids. And Mm -hmm. like three-fifths of my kids are different love languages. And my youngest, he's actually a gifts love language. And people really mistake that for being like, oh, you just want a whole bunch of stuff. No, He, he likes to hold on to things that you specifically got for him because you were thinking of him. He's the most compassionate child I've ever met in my life. Extremely discerning. Very kind. He's kind in the middle. But when you when you give him something, like we can't get him to get rid of nothing. God. But like anytime I go somewhere, I can get the other one's stuff. It don't matter. But if I get it for him, it's like, like there's a spark that goes off in him. And what you're doing is they always tell you, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. And a friend of mine, she started a whole business around the concept of you need to drink first then pour because you need to make sure that you're full and then you need to be able to pour into others. So we can't keep filling up the pitcher and Mm. pouring it out to everybody else and going back and filling up the pitcher and we're over here thirsty. Mm. But when you get love, you learn how to give love. And learning his love language allowed me to see the love he was trying to give me as a kid. And that, like my birthday is next week, he is the only kid who is obsessed with what to get me for my birthday. Obsessed. Well, mom, what do you, what do you, you know, you could, what, what have you thought, what have you thought about what you want for your birthday? He's got a job. He's 15. He's pumped. So I was like, you know what? I was thinking the other day. I really want a tea kettle to go on the stove. I've never had one. I really want a pretty one. Uh, I was looking through some. I think I left some up on my computer on Target that I was thinking about buying. I don't know if I will though. Yeah. <laughs> So I kind of check think
2: your,
3: of my check your <laughs> <laughs> But like for him to do that is going to absolutely fill his tank. And that mm-hmm. is going to make me see it in him. And that will absolutely fill my tank. Find out fivelovelanguages.com I think like the number five love languages.com. Mm-hmm. I'm a pub on they ain't paying me, but have everybody take it and really learn.
1: And I yeah. was the it's a huge. Of course, because I tell people all the time just because someone doesn't love you the way that you love them doesn't mean that they don't love you with everything they have. Like, I tell them that. Later. Oh,
3: Chrissy?
1: I, hate you. I hate you. Hey, so sure. I mean, the five love
0: languages. on both they catch his <laughs> 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 I mean, well, I'm gonna be <laughs> <my head>. one <laughs> you telling know, your story. Bro, I got emotions. Right. I'm over
1: looking
4: it.
0: I'm about to cry, bro. I'm, like, I'm thinking the best stuff in my life. Sure, <laughs> I mean, we gotta cut gotta this short.
4: Money. We gotta get up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I, was
2: like, I was like, man, I just
0: talking about. You <laughs> I'm again. like, bro, you make me cry.
1: I, I think man. that it's important, and people. I've I've made so many of my friends take that test because I myself, I'm a giver, right? Dude, why you always, they used to me, I was like, why are you always buying people stuff? Because it makes me feel good. Like, yep. and I hold on to everything. You a pack rat. I keep cards, I keep everything. And then the way that I show mine is to do, and I'm a words of affirmation. Yep. I'm not, which is crazy. Yeah, I'm words of affirmation, you know? And so I know my two love languages. but I'm saying even relationships is so important. Cause you may think if you're a giver, well, he didn't buy me this, so he didn't love me. That's not his love language. Mm-mm. His I mean, love language his quality
3: time. And he spent literally the entire day with you and you didn't see that because he didn't get you something. But if you right. knew that, you would see where the love comes from. My husband and I, we're opposites. Well, my love language is acts of service, which is a really difficult love language because we, we tend to scoop forward to receive love from wherever you're gonna throw it instead of sitting back and making people work for it. Mm-hmm. Whereas my husband's love language is physical touch. And a lot of people immediately equate that to sex. But the truth is, it's more, if I sit on the couch And i don't sit right next to him like he's he's going to come and like lay on me or he wants to hold my hand or he wants he wants to be physically connected because when that is separated that tells him something's wrong Mm -hmm. and he will he will he will seek that and i have to pay attention to it i have to pay attention to how busy do i get because my my desk sits in our living room and sometimes i will sit at the desk because we're in the same room we're spending quality time Mm -hmm. but I'm not. In, I'm not taking the time to physically be close to him. We're close, but to have that intimate contact with one another, to sit next to each other, for me to lay on him, it makes a world of difference. And I can tell when I have been misaligned and missing the mark on how to fill his tank because it will come across in him withdrawing, thinking something's wrong. And all it takes is for me to reach over, put my hand on the back of his head, and rub his head. You just see him, just like. Like it's a different it's a different language. And I'm glad that I know how to speak his because he definitely turns around and sees the fact that I'm at work. And he has for the last six, seven months, he's done all the all of our laundry. Come mm, through if all this laundry's done. Like real t- <laughs> <laughs> hey, boo, hey. <laughs>
4: hey,
3: brother. But <laughs> like that's the difference for me. You could bring flowers every day you can mess around and tell me how great this is and blah blah miss me you mess around and unload a dishwasher bruh yeah we can talk right <laughs> <laughs> the acts of service that's that's it changes who i am and it makes me love even more and you're going to be the recipient of that if you learn how to pour in and it it takes time for people to figure that out
1: okay, it's, if it's I had- who we are say it that- again Guys, I probably like when I say I literally have had all my friends. I tell you all about them. So if it was, 15 that means guys. y'all, y'all are eight,
4: next.
1: Yeah, y'all need to take it. At <laughs> least thirteen I'm out of fifteen it. guys have been physical touch or quality time. Yep. Like it's like an equal balance. Like
3: that was I know that. But, but, but do you, you want to get into the reason why so many guys are physical touch and quality time? <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> it. because when we're younger. Men, young men learn that men have sex. Everyone learns that young women are things to have sex with. Mm -hmm. And when a man gets into a relationship and his love language is physical touch and quality time, and he's never had that from anyone, the only person he can receive it from is his girlfriend. Because dudes don't accept physical touch from their dudes. You're not gonna get a, a good hug from your bro. Right. Because not going to do that even though you absolutely should hug people on a regular basis you're not going to spend quality time with other people because you're worried about what your girl going to think and when you do it's a problem because of the way you do it but the reason why so many people need that physical touch is because that's the only person you're allowed to have Mm. physical touch with Mm. and when you have those barriers in that relationship when you got dudes whose dads won't hug them once they're a certain age that will mess you up Mm -hmm. Where you think, now I have to be with some woman who I can touch whenever and however I want to because she's mine. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: And that's the only time I can show the love language that I have. And that is really striking and scary to see because you have a whole bunch of men walking out here emotionally unstable, Mm -hmm. trying to find somebody to connect to so that they can show their physical touch. And sometimes it's overbearing because they've never been able to express that to anybody else.
2: I'm just gonna go ahead and say my like my number one was words of affirmation so I I, you know I like to be told like you know hey you're doing a good job you doing you know I, I like to be told that my second was physical touch but I'm probably more so on the lines of your husband like I just like to be like if we're near I just like like touch my leg, like mm-hmm. touch my arm. I, do, you know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Just touch something like that. Body. You know? You'd be
3: wrong. I saw you snicker. Cute. Cut it out. Let him. <laughs> <be laughs> let him say that. No, <laughs> him, like, we'll be in the
1: yeah. You might cry. That's
3: somebody who's a good
1: daddy. We'll be in the car and if, if
3: at any point we get in the car and one of us does not reach over and touch the other, per- like it's just a connection. Mm-hmm. Connecting to people is normal. It's healthy. It's good for you. This is why kids is messed up now. Because don't nobody want to hug these little bad monsters. Hug them. Yeah
2: but that's also too like you know what you had said earlier like you know because that's some of my things like i do at times think that that's gonna work for for my partner and you know and she's already said acts of service is her thing too right so if i wash the dishes like that makes a you know what i'm saying and like you said i can tell you know if i do this then I get like the words of affirmation. Then I get, you know, I get what I, you know. So, um, but you know, I do feel you too. I'm gonna just kind of, kind of t- touch on real quick, just the on on, on a hugging thing too. I'm right? Sorry, excuse me. As I was growing up, as I was growing up, uh, you know, I mean, really, I I can't re- really remember when's the last time. You know, when I was growing up, it was probably. I was probably six, seven, probably the last time I could even remember hearing my dad say, like, say he loved me
4: mm-hmm.
2: or even like really hug. Now he would, you know, he would show me, and I know my dad shows in a different way, right? Yeah. You know, my dad grew up in a different time where, you his, know-
3: his, his paycheck was his was his proof. Yeah.
2: Yes, exactly. So that was another thing, you know, for me personally, I'm one of those, you know, when I recognize that, cause I was like, you know, I'm seeking it, you know? Yeah. like. Like, I won't, you know, I won't, mm-hmm. but I learned. So, you know, even to this day, I hug my son. You know what I'm saying? I still kiss my son on the cheek. Kiss you know, son, yeah. I kiss him on the forehead. I do all that. You know what I'm saying? And
0: uh, I randomly kiss my ass. Like, I'll just randomly yeah. hug, I'll hug him and kiss yeah.
2: him. Yeah. And, I, and I think that that's, like, so important. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, some things was a little, like, my brother, right? Mm-hmm. My older brother. He's, he's real... He's he's really 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 religious now, right? And uh, I can remember and this has probably been about six seven years now. I can remember one day he just every time he saw me, you know, I would just be like, "Hey, what's up?" You know, and he'd be like, "Nah, give me a hug." Mm-hmm. And the first time he did it, I was like, "I was like, dude, come on, man!" Like, you know, I was like, right, "Come <laughs> on." But now I'm like, when I see him, I go to hug him. It ain't even a thought. Yes. And and I've actually like. Kind of thought to do it to like some of my friends but more in a way of just like a you know with most guys i may have to break them in like ah, yeah ah, yeah ah,
4: yeah ah, <laughs> ah, make ah, them uncomfortable
3: make them uncomfortable Get them. Out but of i
2: think it's phone. needed and i just yeah. watched the little episode the other day the podcast with uh ocho cinco and him where he was crying yeah. 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 yeah and they was talking about that you know what i'm saying like uh Br- brandon marshall was talking about how how one of his th- uh uh when he was getting saved or whatever at mm-hmm. the church and the dude hugged him, and he said, "You know, he hugged me and really like hugged me tight." And he was like, "I didn't know how to feel in that moment, yeah, but it, but it didn't feel bad. Like it felt like, ah, oh, okay, like yes. I
0: needed this, yes. yeah.
2: And that's and that's kind of how you know. And I like to say that we should all be strong in you know our sexuality as men. Yeah. Know, if, if, if we're not, you know, if we're heterosexual men, and that's what we know, hugging another man." To you know, to say hello, or just to be like, "Hey, bro, I care." It it shouldn't be a thing.
4: It be. Yeah,
0: but, but society yeah. has made it a thing, though. That if you do that, then you looked at as being a certain type of way. Yeah. And
1: that's when we have to break the stigma. and We have to break. No, I agree the, with the,
0: you. Yeah, no, when, I agree. When it comes to
1: that, I speak. it Well, what she said earlier, I don't know if you guys had seen it, but uh, Smokey Norfolk His Mm 16-year-old son. Did you see that? And they ripped him. His son came in there, and I guess he had a long day, whatever, and laid on him and fell asleep. And they was just like, that is gay. You do not. Why is your son laying on you? And they were like, why are you chastising this man for hugging his son and letting his son, he loves him, he fell asleep on
3: him. Why are you chastising this man for making his home such a safe space that his grown child felt comfortable enough to fall asleep when he was weary? He Mm. insulated him. And gave him a safe space and when he walks back into that space his guard gets to let down mm-hmm. his, his 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 happy his happy place is there and he is comfortable enough and knowing his father loves him to
1: accept that love why would we ever see something wrong in that but and that's yeah. the problem with society Saying same problem. way they talk about russell they i mean that's they the ripped this man and i'm just like i
3: don't i don't understand well and i tell people all the time as a photographer so we, we're trapped in this digital world to where, you know, we got all these pictures on our phone. We put all these pictures on our Facebook. Statistics have shown that when you print pictures of your children and put them on the walls and where your children can see them, you reduce their rates of anxiety. You lessen their chances of being bullied. They have higher self-esteem among their peers. And the reason why is because you've given them a basis of where they belong. You've mm. given them a foundation. Right now, right now, if any of your grandmamas is alive, you could walk into your grandmamas' house and there's a picture of you from the second grade and you look a hot mess, but it is in a frame. It's in the tiniest frame ever. And it's on somebody's mantle with all your other cousins and you can walk in <laughs> and you know that you belong And She ain't gonna update the picture, it's you. Like I got a
4: picture yeah. of him, it's on the wall.
3: You gonna walk in there. The reason why that's comforting to you is because you know you're supposed to be there. There is a place for you in that space, and it is physically present and telling you that. We yeah. have locked these children up digitally. We give them we give them the opportunity to be in a digital world. We don't let them know that they're valuable enough to where we will print your picture out and hang it
1: on our wall to tell the world you belong here. Girl, I got 38,000 pictures of my phone. I'm about to go print some off tonight. Print them all. Print them all. <laughs> for yeah. real. All. I mean, I have pictures, but we did get away from that. I still like physical cards. Nobody, everything is digital. Like,
3: everything. And now that I've changed into more of a tangible service at my business, like people come in, you're going to pay the session fee, but you're going to come back and you're going to pay for these prints because I'm not going to be responsible. People call me two and three years later. Hey, you remember that time you took those pictures? I never got a chance to download them. Can you resend them? First of all, I'm not going to lie kind of hurts my feelings a little bit because the pictures was fly and you didn't kind of <laughs> like, you just expect me to keep your pictures for three years? I do, but still. So, but now the way that parents come in and I have all of their baby's pictures just splattered on the wall, the physical gasp when I open up the curtain and every image I took of their baby is in front of it. Like there are, there's tears and there will always be tears because when the, and like you should watch them like touch the images and like hold it. There is something valuable. And the truth is, right now, let's say that your parents had your pictures taken every three months when you was little, and let's say you go in their house right now and it's on a floppy disk. What you gonna do?
2: You gonna try to find a way to convert that floppy disk? That's <laughs> no? what I would do.
4: <laughs>
3: but here's the thing: if you go into your grand, if you go into your parents' house and you open up a photo album and there's yeah. this crinkled old picture of your grandfather, what do you immediately do with it?
2: I'm gonna take a picture of the picture. <laughs> <I'm gonna> take <laughs>
3: <it>. <laughs> you take it out. It was almost there. You was almost. I there. take it out. You take it. You have it professionally framed. You treat it like the antique it is. But we immediately know what to do with pictures. Yeah. In 20 years, our children won't know what to do with a USB drive. Yeah, that's true. They won't know. And we gonna y'all, y'all just gonna put all your stuff in the cloud. That's what y'all gonna do print these pictures of these babies and preserve these memories, take the time out. You get one shot, literally. I mean, Eminem said it, but y'all can listen if you want to. The truth is, like, that's all you get. There's small things you can do right now to ensure that you don't have children who grow up as grown men who feel like they can't hug hug another grown man. There's stuff you can do right now to ensure that your daughters aren't looking for toxic men because they just gotta be a little toxic. There's stuff you can do right now that ensures that your child knows that you love them, knows that you're willing to speak their love language, knows that you're willing to apologize, and you, believe it or not, will be better for it. Because it's gonna, it's gonna speak your love language to watch them grow. We just gotta get better at it. And I think that's what we're all trying to do as a community, is to help each other with the tools we have to just get better.
1: I mean, my kids ain't babies no more, but I'm really trying to come do a photo shoot. Like I'm already going like, through. I am booking until late May, just in
3: case you were wondering, holler at your <laughs> or I'll get you on the schedule. But like, you need pictures with your kids now. Cause your kids, you've never been those kids' mom. I tell my 17 year old, I told him that when he was six weeks old and I tell him now that he's six foot, I've never been your 17 year old mom.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You're 17, I've never been your mom right now. You've never been my 17 year old kid. Neither one of us know what we're doing. We're just gonna keep track. We get our family pictures made every year and every year there is something different about everybody. Yeah. And I have, by the grace of God, the ability to look back and say, this was the year that this happened. This was, And you see the difference. You watch their attitudes and your pictures tell you a lot about your kids. It tells you which kid might need a little bit more mm. pull. Which one needs a little bit more? Because you get the images back, you'll see. You'll see who needs what from you because you can physically see it.
1: I ain't did no family pictures since 2014, yeah, man. Yeah,
3: it's been a while. Mean, last time I did a
2: family photo, I only had one kid at the time. I'm about to go. Ooh.
1: I saw my, my kids. And I
2: got,
4: shit, seven,
1: eight,
3: nine. <laughs> 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 hey, I'm all four big families. I mean, a lot of do you, but. here's the thing like and it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be a big deal right it doesn't have to be a big huge expense just capture images but when you capture the images print them out there's so many services you can take yourself on right now drop drag
1: Friends, all over her mouth and it, I'm not gonna lie it makes me feel good that I'm not here in Atlanta with you but you think enough of me to put my picture up there because you love me yeah well have, did you see the movie Coco the oh. Disney
3: movie yeah. what was it Coco. the Disney movie Coco mm-hmm. about the Spanish family the yeah. last family so you know Cinco de Mayo when that comes around and they put up the ofrendas which are these beautiful, like decadent displays where they cook people's favorite food and they put up their favorite things and their favorite flowers. But they put all of their um, loved ones who've passed away, they put their picture up because they believe that on single Mayo, those spirits will come back and be in that space where their pictures are. Mm. And if you don't put their picture up, then they don't have a space to come home to and those souls pass away.
2: Mm. Hey, that's That's, a really good movie, by the way. Um, that,
3: That movie will have you in all your feelings.
2: First of all, yeah.
3: Pixar, if I find anybody works for Pixar, y'all got issue. y'all need therapy, because I'm tired, I'm tired of it. Y'all gonna stop throwing everybody out and they feel this. I'm not gonna be in one more movie theater all wet around the face, stop. Yeah. They didn't got me the last couple of times, no. But like that was really telling and you you start to think of these traditions. How, what do you have in your home that you could say the spirit of your child stays there even when your baby's not in the house?
1: Come on, girl. I'm, you know what? What
0: yeah. time is it? I gotta go. To I'm, I'm not calling. I'm just kidding. Sorry. Just, I'm <laughs> <college at night. laughs> she said, "I'm not calling." I'm so not calling though. Oh uh. <laughs> uh, man, Miss <laughs> Miss, what do you what do you have coming up next? Uh, what do you what do you got? What are you working on right now?
3: Um, well, so we are working on the second episode. We're gonna try and finish out this season in the next two months, so we can go ahead and have that ready for everyone. From there, my next move is um, just really encouraging people this year to invest in their family memories. I have started just loving what I'm doing with tangible results from these photo sessions. And people are just just soaking it in leaps and bounds. People are ordering bigger prints. People are making the investment for their memories. It's amazing. But Learn This With Miss Fish has really turned me into this thought process of, yeah, I don't have little kids that I have to worry about YouTube and, year olds learning it but i do have friends that have little kids that have that and if we're a village if we're a community then those are my kids too so you absolutely have to take your talent you have to take what you have you have to take who you are and you have to invest in a way that helps everyone everybody has a gift and we absolutely lose when we don't plug into each other's gifts so my Mm. gift that i'm going to use is the fact that i love and adore children of all ages and my goal is to make sure that the parents who are facing something that i'm not have me in their corner and i want to produce amazing work for them so that they're able to really have someone else to rely on to help them with their babies
1: or I'm ready right
4: for bed. <laughs> well,
0: uh, Miss Fish, let everybody know where they can find you at on all platforms all across the world.
3: Absolutely, there's a few. Uh, if you're gonna be on Instagram, you can come to my Facebook business page, which is at Once Upon a Flash. The uh, YouTube show is at Learn This with Miss Fish on all platforms, Facebook and Instagram. On Facebook, Once Upon a Flash uh, Photography is my business page. I would absolutely love to have you come and see my work, see what you think, reach out to me. Uh, and if you live in the Louisville, Lexington, Cincy, Indy, wherever you wanna drive from, cause I'll have you here anyway, I would love to capture your family's memories and be the next person to help you with that. But other than that, stay tuned to the YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe. We want to make sure this gets out to everybody. Share the episode, y'all. Run that bad boy all the way up. Watch it fifteen times because once you have kids, they don't watch anything less than three to seven times at a time. <laughs> Ten minute episode. We're gonna get the next ones out to you real soon. But I absolutely appreciate you all having me on. It has been way too much fun. We should hang out in real life.
4: Yeah, right. I don't be
3: go pards. Don't get it twisted. But I saw a little Lexington love. She she did. She
0: don't she don't.
3: Let me do it again you want me to do it in spanish yeah there you go so (laughs) hey i'm just saying that you know everybody knows that cardinal birds are just dubs dipped in the blood of jesus so
2: yeah that's what i I, said what was her name uh uh, uh, don't do
3: it. Don't do it. Don't you speak at foolishness. Uh, Cut it out.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, stop. The one that got them in trouble. No. Oh, The prostitute. Uh, I forgot your <laughs> name. What's yeah, her I, name? Know, I know
0: who you talked about you,
2: I know Lou fans know her name. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, sure.
3: All I want to say behind that is. <laughs> y'all still got corrupt arena so y'all fix y'all's own problems down the down the way
1: and oh, we, we, we they broke it down and we rebuilt it they had
3: to because all them demons it, it, you, uh, I'm right, just, but then you
1: you right but it ain't that no more
4: yeah
3: y'all keep working on that y'all let me know how that works did they finally get new circle road completed with that construction since 1986 i'm just they checking. Point.
0: hold on now look what we're not gonna do (laughs) 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 but now we we really do appreciate you coming on and spending time with us it's Um, been an excellent show it's been been a dope show we had a lot of fun uh jt you got something you want to say before we get out here man
2: i just appreciate you coming on the show uh i i do like the idea of us all getting together maybe we can have like a big panel we we've talked about that trying to get like a big panel of people just to discuss a lot of things in our community um you know, I think you would be great to come on the show when we talk about, uh, uh, like, 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 Every like, 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 like,
3: Hey, let's do it. Whatever you need, I've been with family, and I can bring some resources as well. I've got teams over at Family Engagement with JCPS. I've got people in the works that work with Compassionate Schools Projects. I am ready to help wherever I can. So if you want to put on a panel, you want to talk about kids, you want to talk about adults, you want to talk about stuff we can address in our communities, let's do it. Let's be the village. Let's be that the, the way that we were intended to live together and really, you know, be each other's hands and feet.
1: I'm gonna inbox you my number. I'm gonna jump in your DMs. Hey, come on, jump on me. <laughs> you gotta make sure she Hey, I'm, sure. I'm gonna go on and accept it. I'm
3: gonna accept it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna accept your friend request. I mean, y'all can try to friend request me if I ain't met you. You gonna sit in friend purgatory with everybody else? It's fine. I you though. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead, I'm gonna go accept when
0: we get off the call. call? <laughs> uh, Miss Chrissy J you got something you wanna say before we get out of here?
1: I mean, nothing more than what I've already said. I appreciate it. Like I said, it's not just for children. The 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 things that you the gems you are dropping is for everyone. And I mean, I've learned a lot. I'm 42 and I'm sitting over like this. I mean. You know, you gotta keep
3: learning mm-hmm. If you don't learn You die So that's yeah. how it works
1: What you what you say About that wisdom and smart What you say again, I'm gonna go get A printer
3: Wise instead of smart Cause there's dumb kids Smart kids and wise kids And wise kids Get poured in From the people Who got smart around them And they don't have To make those same mistakes
4: mm-hmm. Shout yeah. out
3: Kenneth yeah. Tops, That's my dad You know He was out there Teaching back in the day In the 80's What Okay daddy yes. <laughs> you
4: have
2: really Blessed our platform no, sure right.
0: yeah, yes, I
3: appreciate you. all of you Genuinely And anytime Reach out I'd love to talk to you
0: yeah thank you you. well everybody tuned in you can always catch previous shows on the youtube channel he said she said talk if you don't have time to sit down and watch the show you can always check us out on all major streaming platforms spotify um soundcloud apple Podcasts, etc etc we're gonna get on that out of here thank you miss fish again and as always we want you to treat somebody how you want somebody to treat your mama we out of here
3: hey take
4: care